My name is Sean Thomas. I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? It's your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas, back in the building. Be more today's show, Project 40 More, day number 25. We're back, we're back, we're back in the building, and I gotta say congrats to you for being a part of the process and being a part of the movement. For the last 25 days, we've been pushing, pushing through so many things, squats and push-ups and plank jacks and mountain climbers and jumping jacks and dips, and today we are adding lunges, aka, well I should say aka, but lunges or step-ups to our equation. So if you can do lunges, you know, go down to that lunge position and do 20 on each side. And if you can't do that because you know your knees or your back or your hip is not ready for those things yet, you're going to do step-ups instead. Find any kind of book, encyclopedia, dictionary, even a small step stool and step up. Or even the stairs you have in your house or apartment. Step up to that thing and then back down 20 on each side. We're doing that basically from today, August 25th until the 28th of this month. And that's what we're going to be doing for our next challenge for Project 40 More. Our quote for today is simple as always. Do the thing you fear to do and keep on doing it. That is the quickest and surest way ever yet discovered to conquer fear by Dale Carnegie. You got to do something's afraid. You have to do some things afraid. And for the next three days, we're talking about helping relationships. We've been talking about a number of different things during this model of change, this sequence of events to get to where you want to be, to be just better and more at what we're doing. And this next phase is talking about helping relationships, finding supportive relationships that encourage the desired change that you want to see in your life. Now, this is defined as a relationship in which at least one of the parties intends to promote the growth development, maturity, or improved functioning of the other. The parties may be either individuals or groups. So a number of you are already in these groups, right? You're already in um, uh, groups or with parties or with people that inspire you, that want to promote your growth, your development, your maturity, your improved function. Maybe it's a church group. Maybe it's a running group. 
Maybe it's a support group. Maybe it's your family, it's your friends, your high school friends, your college friends, friends from work, whatever the case may be, you're in some kind of a group, your school friends, whatever the case may be, you have some kind of party, some kind of group or an individual that's hopefully helping you to promote the growth, development, maturity, and improved functioning of whatever your goal is supposed to be. Now, for the first phase of this, as always, we're talking about pre-contemplation and contemplation. So for those of you who are trying to think about who the helping relationship people are in your life, let me give you some characteristics of who these people should be or what they should be doing for you. So you can get a gist of the thought process you're going to be looking to as you pre-contemplate and contemplate about who you want to have in your corner or who you know in your life right now can fill these roles. Some characteristics that people talk about are compassion. You want to find someone who is going to uh, show you grace and compassion for what you're trying to get done. Sometimes it's a trainer. Sometimes it's a clergy member, elder, deacon, pastor, right? Uh, Sometimes it's someone at your job who maybe is a mentor to you or someone at your school who can be a study partner with you. Whatever the case may be, that person should have compassion and they should be able to help guide you to where you're going in a loving manner. Now, it might not always be nice, right? I've been told that sometimes I'm not the nicest person when it comes to getting this fitness thing done. I don't show as much compassion. I don't show as much uh, um, love and tenderness and and hand-holding as some may like, but compassion shows itself in various ways. Sometimes compassion is lovey-dovey. Let me walk you through this process. Let me hold your hand the entire way. Sometimes compassion is pushing you because you love that person so much. You know that you need to push them to get to the next level. So be mindful when we talk about compassion and when you see people trying to show you love in various ways. It should be helpful. They should be your advocate. They should not be your adversary. They should be someone who's trying to get you to where you want to be to be able to hit your goals for either fitness or for life. Number two is wisdom. That person should be wise. That person should be someone who can lead you and guide you during the steps or down the road to where you need and want to be to hit these desired goals. That is helping, right? Now, they're not going to know everything. You're going to know some stuff that they don't know and vice versa. But they should at least be able to help guide you and give you tips and give you experiential uh, uh, stories and, and wisdom and knowledge to help you get to your desired fitness and other goals. The third one is realness. We need real people in our lives. I don't know how old you are, or where you've been, what kind of work of life you've been in, but real love is a real thing. And when it comes to relationships, ain't no time for fake ones. We are done with that. We are looking for real people who can show us real things. We're looking for real people who are going to tell us about ourselves. And sometimes that's the hardest thing to hear. When someone's trying to help and they tell you something that you don't necessarily agree with. Right? They're trying to help you. They're trying to show you. They're trying to guide you. And it's not from a place of judgment. They're literally showing you and telling you what they see. Because they might be the only person to tell you, honestly, what they see. Right? And in trying to help us to get to these goals, to reach these stages of change, to reach these steps to greatness... Sometimes we have to hear the hard things. We have to have the hard conversations. We have to have the hard combos to get to a place where we say, you know what? You're right. This is helping. 
And if no one had ever told me this, I would not have known this. So thank you for sharing your thoughts, your comments, your wisdom, your compassion to me in this setting. Number four, acceptance. You need to have find someone that you accept as a person to be in this role and someone who is going to accept you for who you are. I think a lot of times, even as physical therapists and healthcare professionals and trainers and people who are just in a role of helping, there is on both ends a sense of acceptance that has to come into play. The patient or the client or the whoever has to accept that I or whoever is someone that can give knowledge, someone that I can trust. And they have to accept that what I say to them, they might not always agree with. And on my end, I have to accept that whatever I put out to someone that they're not going to always want to do, that they're not going to always say, yeah, 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 Sean said it, so I'm going to do it. That happens a lot. But sometimes people are like, no, I don't agree with that. I'm not doing that today. I had a long weekend. I had a long night. I don't want to go through that right now. I'm going to try that tomorrow. And there has to be some give on each side so that you can understand and that person can understand that acceptance, although you're accepting whatever they say and who that person is, there's some leeway in terms of what you're going to be able to do and what you're choosing to do. And just know that those things aren't giving up. It's just simply assessing the situation, evaluating what's happening on that day, and moving forward the next day with a more focused goal and more focused intention. Number five is trust. I've talked about this a number of times when it comes to relationships and helping relationships is a real thing because yes everyone has relationships right we talk about friends and best friends and acquaintances and and all these different things right but when it comes to trust we don't trust everybody you should not trust everyone uh, I there was a point in time when I trusted everybody oh I because you know you want to have that altruistic view on the world but we should not be trusting everyone there is no reason for us to trust everybody right But you should have people that you do trust, that you can confide in, that you can share things with, that you know that if you say something to them, they're going to receive it or take it as you just saying what you're saying, not to come for them, not to uh, uh, minimize them or not to be their adversary, but because you're sharing something and they should be able to, on both ends, trust that what you're saying is accurate and valid and trust that what you're saying to them can be received in a way that's not going to be judgmental or it's not going to be in a way it's going to be uh, mean or, or Ill, ill-hearted. Trust is a very important part of what I do as a clinician because literally people that I meet on the first day, they don't know me. They don't know who I am. They go on the website. They read about me. Cool. I read about you on the website. Great. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. And they think they know me, but they don't. But they trust that what they read is enough knowledge-wise, compassion-wise, realness-wise, Right? To, to make sure that they can get to what they want to get done goal-wise for themselves. And that's why they come to see me. Because they trust that what's on there is accurate. What I put in there for my history, the schools I went to, the, the certifications that I have, right? The job that I work at, the roles that I share now. They trust that all those things are accurate. And that's why they come. Because they're looking to see them and make sure that, look, I have trust that what you're saying is accurate. You can do that. I had somebody called me yesterday, actually, and said... They were looking for the main guy who used to be there years ago, the owner. He's not there anymore. But they wanted the most senior person in the building. I said, well, I guess that's me. They put me on the phone. And they asked, Look, I don't know you, but if you're the most senior person there and you know the person that I knew before, then I trust you. And that trust had nothing to do with me. 
It had to do with them trusting the last person that they saw. And because the last person that they saw trusted me to take their place in this role, they now trust me as a result. So trust is a big thing. Trust is something that doesn't always just um, rely on what you've done, but it relies on your reputation. It relies on your history. It relies on your background. And that's how we always say it's so important to be mindful who you know, what you do, who you see, because everybody talks. Trust is a thing that whether you like it or not, can follow you, can be around you in a good way and in a bad way. So make sure that you are thinking about relationships where you can trust that person and they can trust you too. Empathy. Empathy is something that we all can probably do a little more of or have a little more of in our lives. But being empathetic to our person in a relationship to help build this thing. You know, sometimes it's hard when the the levels of the challenge are different, right? You may have someone who maybe is a trainer working with someone and they get they get mean or they get angry or frustrated when the person is not doing what they intended them to do or when they're not performing up to the task at hand. A number of people like uh, the greats, when you talk about basketball, like Kobe's and MJ's, right? Always said that they weren't going to be good coaches because to be a coach is that same helping relationship. There's a dynamic there where you're trying to inspire someone to do great, to do better, to do more. And sometimes the expectations for those things are crazy because MJ trying to get someone to play like him is tough. Who's playing like MJ? Who's playing like Kobe? There are few people in the world who can do those things. And that's why these great players have a hard time when it comes to coaching other players because the Uh, expectations because the demand for dedication because all those things are just on a different level and there's not always a sense of compassion there's wisdom there's realness right there's trust but there's not always a sense of empathy when it comes to someone not being able to do what they used to do because they're like oh why you just do it what's the big deal just get this thing done but everybody is different and it's very hard i think when it comes to the levels of expertise when it comes to not just fitness, but life stuff, right? Think about relationships. Think about how people handle certain things. I handle things differently than you may, and you also than I. So we have to just be mindful of those things as we go through these relationships, making sure that whoever we're working with or talking to is empathetic in some way to our experience and where we are, because everybody's going to be a little different when it comes to trying to get through these stages of change and trying to take these steps to be the best version of themselves understanding understanding is something that we all have work on and for friendships you have to be able to understand your partner understand your 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 the person you're working with or the group you're working with understanding your background where you're from what you're doing what your goals are where you're trying to go right i have patients who come in and i want to get them better i have to understand what their goals are i have to understand what they want to get back to i have to understand their history I always say, if you weren't doing it before you had the injury or the issue, you're probably not going to be able to do that thing, that thing, right? No one tries to come in and say, oh, I want to run a marathon. You want to run a marathon before? You had the injury? No. Okay, well, let's try to get you at least back to where you were before. Because the goal that we're trying to have here is understanding what you were doing before you got hurt, before you had surgery, before you had the issues. If you weren't doing those things before, 9 times out of 10, you're not going to get back to doing things you haven't done before. But we can at least get you back to where you were before the injury because that's your baseline. 
And that should be the goal. So understanding someone's background, understanding someone's history, understanding what their intentions are, those are all things that can really help define relationships when it comes to helping and making these things great. And the last one is respect. When it comes to helping relationships, right, we're talking about fitness and otherwise, respect is key on both ends. If you don't respect the person you're working with, right, it's not going to work. If you say we're working out at 5.30 and they come late every single week, it's not going to work, right? It's not going to work. You got to be able to respect the person and you, and they respect you as well. It has to be on both sides. Respect is crucial. Respect is key. So these are just some things to think about when we're talking about helping relationships and trying to think about the pre-contemplation, contemplation phases of the change of the change. Because you're going to have to really assess who's compassionate, who's wise, who has the realness, who has acceptance, who has trust, who has empathy, who has more understanding and respect for you to say, Yo, you know what, you and I can vibe together. You can help me to get my fitness goals done. You can help me to get my professional, my, my personal, my spiritual goals tended to. Whatever the case may be, if it's an individual or a group, even we're talking about groups, right? We're talking about places to worship, places where you work, um, social groups, right? All these different things. It should be the same intention. If your church group, your mosque group, your temple group, right, is not compassionate, they're not wise, they're not real, they're not accepting, they're not trustworthy, they're not empathetic, not understanding and not respectful, then don't go there. That is not the place for you. And when I say the building, I mean the people, right? Because the building is just a building. I'm talking about the people inside the building, people who make up and represent that thing. If those people aren't showing you those things, then you got to find somewhere else to go. Because you're not going to be able to have a helping relationship if you're bringing all these things to the table and it's not reciprocated back to you. Now, I'm all about people going places and, and changing the culture and changing the vibe and being the change and blah, blah, blah. All about that. But it takes more than one person to be able to go into a place and change a whole place that is not doing those things. And vice versa. You may have one or two people in these places who are not doing these things. But the majority of people are doing those things. Stay. So you're going to have someone who's always going to say something crazy to you. Something who's always going to bring you down. Someone going to say the, the wrong thing or the, the irresponsible thing. The, the thing that doesn't really vibe well with you. You're going to have those things. You can brush those things off. But if the majority of the people are doing the right thing, then stay. There's no perfect place. No perfect church, mosque, temple. No perfect work environment. No perfect workout partner. No perfect relationship. But... That goes for you too. We're not perfect either. So we got work to do. Let's be understanding with each other. Let's make sure we can think, contemplate, and pre-contemplate about the things that we're trying to get done, the people we want to actually vibe with. And tomorrow, we'll talk about the preparation and action phases for getting these things done. How do you interact with someone on a physical fitness level so that you can push them and they can push you every single day? You've been doing it for the last 25 days with me. And I'm going to tell you why I wake up at five in the morning or whatever time in the morning to inspire you and myself to get our fitness goals done. That will be our charge for tomorrow, talking about preparation and action for this helping relationships phase of the Trans-Hereco Model of Change. If you like what you heard, again, please subscribe, 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 like our pages, send us reviews, send me an email, DrShawn at BeMoreSay.com, or just go on our Facebook page, um, Instagram, and just like us. Send us a message. 
our YouTube page, Be More Today, send us a message, and just continue to be a part of the journey. We have day number 26 tomorrow, so join us. Continue to do those lunges, get that workout in, and as I always say, have a good day, have a good night, have a great life, and continue to take your steps to greatness to be the best version of you. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Have you ever felt like God forgot about you? Turned his back on you? Stop picking up his phone. Take this ride with me. Let's work. I almost lost my life to depression. And my spiritual man became restless I started eating what I was rejecting Fighting with God like Jacob when he was wrestling I got distracted from what I was destined God and camp angels around me for my protection No longer will I be fighting my blessings If you allow me to live through it then it's a lesson Lord I pray that my sins don't kill me Lord I pray that your will only build me And I can only cry out for my soul I was blind like Saul was on Damascus Road Take the scales off my eyes so I can see Lemon, Jeff, Ray, Charles, Stevie My build-ups is never a hundred stories Unless I'm reaching for your glories Facts As I kneel on one knee I just wanna be who you call me to be Cause you ain't bring me this far to leave me You ain't bring me this far to leave me Lord, I almost lost my mind But grace won't get me through this grind Cause you ain't bring me this far to leave me Way to come to God, it is by faith He may not come when you want him But he never laid in Christ You ain't gotta worry about overweight God will never put more than you can eat on your plate Cause when it come to winning souls I do not play, this preacher don't switch sides I am not mace I give it to you straight When I relate, I'm not perfect I'm just a sinner saved by his grace And the devil, he'll give it to you sweet To take your mind off the goal Which is outreach When it come to your presence, do not leave Life is this garden and the devil still deceiving Eve I got young boys dying on these streets Don't have time to entertain no rap beef I won't stop preaching Christ till the job done Running out of time, I spend it faster than Big Pun uh. As I kneel on one knee I just wanna be who you call me to be Cause you ain't bring me this far to leave me You ain't bring me this far to leave me Lord, I almost lost my mind But grace won't get me through this grind you ain't bring me this far to leave me You ain't bring me this far to leave me here I am not weak, I am not defeat I am not cheap, Lord speak You ain't bring me this far to leave me You ain't bring me this far to leave me I got faith, I'm covered in your grace I'ma seek your face, every day I pray You ain't bring me this far to leave me You ain't bring me this far to leave me As I kneel on one knee I just wanna be who you call me to be Cause you ain't bring me